soy Wendy. Hi, I'm Rosie. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. <laughs> Hola a todos. We have a special episode for you today. Many moons ago, we dropped a poll on our IG and asked our listeners for episode ideas. Y como buen, buen listeners nos dieron muchísimas ideas, uh, but some, somebody requested we have an episode about sibling relationships and sibling dynamics in La Familia. So here we are producing as requested. Uh, we want to start this episode by introducing our guests right away. And so today here at Spitting La Sopa, we have invited our hermanas. Woo! Yay! Woo! <laughs> um, ladies, go ahead and introduce yourself, sisters. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I am Wendy's sister. I'm her oldest sister. Not oldest, but older <laughs> than her. <laughs> welcome welcome yes, Stephanie. it's older in our family we have eight brothers and sisters i'm number eight and steph is number six what's your number six yep okay. yes i'm the sexy six sexy <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm okay. not the evil six okay no. <laughs> <laughs> hey where's our next sister hello I'm scared. <laughs> I'm Rosie. <laughs> she forgot her name. Oh, like, fear. Uh, I'm Rosie's younger sister. I'm two of two. Yeah, so we're like the youngest. Burp, burp, burp. Oldest and youngest. Yeah, Teen. there's not much. It's just, it's just us. us. See, the cool thing I think about having like a ton of siblings is when one of them gets on your nerves, there's like other people that you can still talk to, hang out very with. Very true. When very Lily true. and I get on each other's nerves, it's just like break. It's just a break, and then we like come back to the same shit. Like it's, it's just us. <laughs> yeah, you're like tan tan. <laughs> There's like too much lights, camera, and action. Nay. <laughs> ah, recordings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My sister's an introvert, and so this is huge that she just de- that she decided to join us. That uh, you know she's she's gonna bear her soul on online for the world and she's looking oh, at me wow. crazy she's like Mm-mm. <laughs> she's like i don't have nothing but two sentences no. on my paper no. nope. <laughs> so how are you ladies doing today how, how are you feeling about being on the podcast we heard a little bit of scared any other feelings out there um a little bit nauseous nervous a little bit nauseous okay otherwise i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there nauseous as in you ate something bad or are you you <laughs> Or not just as it's, it's giving me the bubble guts to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not that nervous. I feel if I eat anything, it's gonna right, it's gonna go right through me. <laughs> like just, I'm on the podcast. You're fasting. It's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for our five listeners. You know, five people are gonna yes, hear this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. There's more than five of you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Yeah. Uh, well, we're so happy to to have you join us uh, for this conversation about sibling relationships and dynamics. So thank you for for being here. Well, thank you, ladies. It's definitely. Uh, I think it takes a, a a lot of courage to come um, and you know have a chat with us here at Spitting La Sopa. Um, so thank you so much for that too, right? It's a bra- it's very brave and, and courageous of of you too. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. So I'm gonna give a little background about the topic today, uh, and then we can you know jump into our our conversation. 
So we decided to focus our conversation on family member roles and what these roles mean to us in our familia. So what I mean by family member roles is that in the world of psychology, uh, we have identified various family member roles that are created based on the type of dynamic we got going on in nuestras familias. So um, for the sake of time, I'm only going to list the roles, uh, and then during our discussion, uh, we will provide a brief description of the role or the roles that you identify with. So, um, and the reason why I'm using roles as in like plural is because, you know, although we may identify with one, sometimes this isn't, um, doesn't mean that uh, we, we remain in that role our whole like developmental life. Uh, sometimes we, we may learn to, you know, uh, develop different skills and then kind of jump into a different role in our families. Um, okay, so are you ready to hear the list of these roles that I was able to dig up? I better hit us with them, Wendy. Okay, I'm gonna hit you mm -hmm. with them right now. <laughs> okay, I have a total of 12 roles. Um, you know, some roles as in like, like lonja roles or, or oh, like dinner roles, right? Pero roles as in como papeles que, que jugamos en la familia. I was already going to find excuses for my roles. I was like, no wonder <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here we go. So these are the, the list of roles. We have the rescuer, the hero, the mediator, the switchboard, the scapegoat, a.k.a. the black sheep. The Lost Child, The Power Broker, The Clown, The Cheerleader, The Nurturer, The Thinker, and The Truth Teller. So what I'll do for the listeners is that I'll include a, a link to the article that I found so you can kind of see the definition for each role. But we're going to go ahead and jump in. Uh, so, sisters, let's talk about... Which role do you, do you identify with uh, um, or what role did you play in your family? Or or we can warm you up. If you got want, I'll go first. And then you guys can, can chime in. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at faces out there. So um, I think this is a really good question. I was having a hard time sort of like placing myself in one particular role because I felt like once I read the descriptions and the definitions, I was like, oh, okay, well, this applies to me. And I was like, oh, but this part doesn't apply to me so much. I also realized that I think my role has changed throughout the years, right? Like my role in the family before was different, like years ago, you know, let's say 10 years ago or when I was a kid or whatever, my role was a little bit different. And I feel like now it's changing. So I think my role used to be the rescuer. And so I'm, I'm going to shorten this definition, but basically the rescuer takes care of others' needs and emotions and problem solves for others in the family. Rescuer might have difficulty with conflict, takes the role of the rescuer in the name of helping others, though it is often to meet their own needs, such as relieving anxiety. This person doesn't realize that sometimes helping hurts. And I feel like I fell into that a lot as a kid. I just felt like this responsibility to like keep my family together during, you know, tough times and things like that. Uh, but I think it's changed. Like, I think now I'm probably maybe more of the truth teller and my sister's on so she can you know she can be like you're crazy your perception you know perception is different like no you're crazy but I think now I'm a little more of the truth teller so the truth teller says this person reflects on the system as it is at times the challenge is how that information is relayed 
other members in the family might be offended or avoid the truth teller because of the power of the truth here or she holds. So basically, like now I feel like I'm in a tough love situation, right? Where it's just like, no, <laughs> like, like I, I, you know, uh, let's just Esta <laughs> say what you mean, mean what you say. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Walk like, it come like on, you, you talk, talk about? it. Walk it like you yeah. talk it. Andale. Andale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> preach, preach, Rosie. <laughs> yeah. So that's my idea, right? That's my perception of of what my roles, you know, my role is in the family, what it has been. But yeah, what what do you think, Lily? Am I crazy? Is that way off left I field? Think that fits. Yeah. No, no, I think it fits. You're definitely <laughs> very honest. <laughs> Too honest. <laughs> in a good way in a good way in a good way sometimes we need that kick in the ass you know feels especially me i i need to be kicked in the ass to do a lot of things so she's usually there to be like hey go and you're like oh yes yes ma'am yes yeah i i also think uh she kind of fits into the nurturer role too it says uh this person provides emotional support creates safety is available to others and can be a mediator so uh, it also says you focus on having and meeting emotional needs, usually, usually in a balanced manner. I feel like that fits. You care a lot about everybody. So. Oh. She cares a lot about everybody, but she'll kick you in the ass if you need it. If you need it. <laughs> she cares. Because it's, it's a form of care. It's a form of nurture, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you need it. Yeah. I definitely need to be drawn out of my shell a lot, so. She, she, this is how she nurtures yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, you, but ya deja de What is that? How does that meme go? Yeah, wey. Ya basta oh. de estupideces. Oh, ya yeah. basta de estupideces. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What role yeah. do you think you uh you play, Lily? I have absolutely no idea. Ooh. If you had to pick one, I, I genuinely have no idea. If I had to pick one, I don't. I don't know. I feel like. I don't reach out as often as everybody else does. So I kind of keep to my own little space. And then everybody else is like, hey, you still alive? Like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm great. How are you guys? So I'm not sure where that would go. What about, um, like, what about Lost Child? Uh, maybe. The... Like lacking direction, um, fearful of making decisions or being flexible, and what else? Easygoing. I'm being read for film. Yeah, like, oh, yes. And I'm supposed <laughs> maybe, to be maybe. the one that's like, like the, <laughs> the right? I was like, hey, dang, not even for my own sister. I can ask him from a different <laughs> direction. <laughs> That no, was a I ain't that. I'm the truth teller now. Blindsided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to make it all fucking Jose Luis, Jose. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I also lived with Wendy for a, a while. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's also but, gone uh, to I'll see explain, I'll explain later why I said that, but continue. But Shine the I light. Feel like, I feel like, Lily, maybe you fall yeah, under the yeah. thinker. So it says the thinker provides objective reasoning focus. His or her strength is being able to see situations in a logical, objective manner. And I also think you're a little bit of the mediator, right? My, our parents, like the dynamic is kind of interesting, right? Because my mom is like very um, energetic, very extroverted, very vocal. And my dad is like, 
you know, he's been more like reserved. He's a jokester too, but like when he gets comfortable, you know, around strangers, he's not the type to like, you know, be really friendly, whatever. He's more introverted. He's like more chill. And I think that dynamic kind of played out in us, right? Since there's only two of us, I'm a lot more personality wise. I think I'm a lot more like my mom, right? Tengo el carácter más de mi papá, but I'm a lot more like my mom, like extroverted, you know, fly off the handle a little faster, uh, oh. things like that. And then <laughs> Lily's more like my dad. Like she's very chill. She's like wants to keep the peace. And so I do think that you play a little bit of the mediator in the family. Mm. I mean, I do think that parts of the lost child do fit. I, I can see that it's like, uh, I am generally passive. <laughs> I, I generally tend to like, go with the flow. I, if you guys want to, like, if my family wants to go somewhere, or they want to do something, I'm like, okay, we'll go. And they're like, no, make a decision. I'm like, I Whatever yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, that sounds cool. Like, oh, someone who's always go with the flow. But sometimes <laughs> it's like, well, what do you want to do? What would you <laughs> enjoy? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have fun with, I, I like, I think uh, I, I just enjoy being with people that I care about. So I don't care what we do. I, whatever. I mean, obviously, don't throw me out of a plane or anything and go skydiving. I don't want to do that. But, you know. For the most part, it's like I just want to spend quality time with my loved ones. Okay. I can see that. Okay. What about you, Stephanie? Oh, my goodness. Get ready, ladies. I saw myself um, when I was a little, uh, I guess when I was little, it was more of like the mascot. I was always like playing jokes and like trying to keep like find the happiness in the situational. And then as I got older, I became the black sheep. I was more like, I guess, pushed into that role. And as I got older, I felt like, um, the last one that Rosie said, not last one. Um, truth teller, the second to last one. The, the kick in the ass, the truth teller or the thinker? The truth teller. I think I have a, now that I'm older, I have more of that mixed in with still um, the black sheep. So I'll, I'll read the definition. So for the black sheep, we've already heard the, the, we've already heard what the truth teller is about. So a black sheep, also known as scapegoat, would be uh, the person in the family uh, that needs the most help. So, or is viewed as like that person that needs the most help. Usually this is a family member in need of treatment. Um, this person often shows the obvious symptoms of the family being unable to work through problems. So the person may have strengths such as a sense of humor um, a greater level of honesty and the willingness to close, uh, to be close to his or her feelings. So <clears throat> yet there can also be an in, uh, inappropriate expression of feelings and the person may experience social or emotional problems. I'm, I'm that whole basket case, ladies. Yeah, that's the whole basket, mm, right? That's me. You thought truth teller was a kick in the ass. She's like, watch mm -hmm. me get mad. Yeah, yeah, I'm a whole mm -hmm. goat, dude. I'm like, they have a oh, tembucho. They have a tembucho. They have a tembucho. They have a 
Entre putazos y patadas. We should change the list and give it our own like Hispanic twist. Like, okay, tú eres el que da putazos y patadas. Sí, sí, sí. Yeah, yeah. You're like truth teller, uh -huh. el que dice las verdades. Hey, hey, hey. A nadie le gusta escuchar sus verdades. El chupacabras. Yep, yep, yep. No. El chupacabras. Yeah. Es like lotería. Uh, with el trauma. Chupacabras. Oh, yes, yes. El viper, no. no. Uh -huh. baile del, el baile del viper, no, no. Okay. Um, okay, so now I'll, I'll share mine. So which ones I think I fall under? And it'll come back full circle, Lily, okay? I wasn't kicking you in the ass earlier, but I actually feel like I was the lost child. Um, uh. And I, I, you know, I bond a lot with Lily. Like, I think we have like this very... Uh, special bond um and i i feel very seen by her when i hang around her and and you know there's like p parts of me that i had um learned to hide you know because they're not acceptable or they're not um they uh they, they, they don't survive well in social settings but with lily oh, i just feel like i can you know i can be like these things that aren't widely acceptable right but i wondered you know earlier when i said like could it be the last child right um and I, mainly i was projecting on you lily so my bad if, <laughs> but it, <laughs> no it's yeah, okay it, yeah. it fit it fit i was just like dang, like, dang it came out of yeah, left yeah. field though it came from somebody yeah, i wasn't so expecting earlier so I, was like, I mentioned oh, okay cool. <laughs> Yeah. Earlier I mentioned some of the some of the the potential skills of the last child. Um but it's basically like the subservient good child. So I'm very obedient, passive, um kind of hidden in in the background of the family trauma um and then you know avoid it, I'm trying to avoid being a problem. Um so also like easygoing and flexible and I remember used to get that a lot from from friends you know growing up like you know I'm just so chill I'm so easygoing nowadays that I'm more like hey I'm speaking up I'm setting boundaries I'm not so much fun <laughs> and, oh you changed you yeah, changed. changed yeah, yeah. You like changed. oh Or, or you take it personal, you know, but, you know, so I think that... Yeah, 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 somebody wants to tell me that... You sound like a kick in the ass. Hey, I stopped. What did we call them earlier? Los, los que? Chingazos. Los putazos, los putazos. Los putazos y patadas. Ahí están los putazos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so when I read when I read that definition, I feel like it it described a lot of my feelings as a kid. Um, I think that uh, uh, there's one of the the most common misconceptions I faced um, is that because I was the youngest of eight children, so I'm number eight, I was a baby, quote unquote. So then most people have this perception of like, oh, she was the one that was protected, the one that didn't, you know, have to go through all the suffering, you know, as especially with the older siblings um, who did witness living with both parents. Um, so, I think that for me, it didn't feel like I was the protected one. You know, I think I had like, you know, faced, I was in a space of uh, facing my mom that was kind of left 
uh, to pick up the pieces. And I was part of helping with that. And um, <clears throat> I think that that also required me to, you know, be very flexible and, you know, do a lot of the having to look, look into, you know, whether or not I was safe to, you know, uh, be in the space my mom was in or be in the space, you know, my older sisters were in. Like I always had to make sure that I was flexible enough to be ready to manage whatever's coming. But it also created a lot of like anxiety and decisiveness, uh, a constant questioning. So this feeling of being lost has, you know, I think to the day is still there, but I've been able to like, you know, kind of lower the volume. Um, but I don't think it's completely extinguished itself because I do sometimes wake up and, you know, in the mornings or at the end of a day and I'm like, where the, what am I doing with myself? Like, That's if people are like, what? Yeah. Like, like what, what, what am I doing? You know, like I feel lost. Especially when I'm with my kids, I am lost. I'm like, whose kids are you? Where's your mom's children? <laughs> these are my birthdays. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then I think for now, like when I was an adult, I think uh, I feel like I might be more of a thinker or maybe a nurturer. Um, I don't think I'm a, a truth teller, even though I felt like I kicked pe some people in the ass sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, but I do, I do feel like I'm very, uh, I can feel the hesitancy in me before saying the truth because pro probably this lost child component, right? Like I don't want to be uh, the first one to get putazos when people don't like the, the truth that I'm saying, right? So I wouldn't say that I'm like first to say the truth, but I consider it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that's true. You know, truth hurts, right? Truth hurts. And then I think one yeah. of the things that that I maybe struggle with is delivery, right? Like mm -hmm. the it's not what you say, it's how you say it sometimes. And I think that deli my de personally, my delivery is kind of rough, right? So that yeah. kind of this is a good segue into our next question. So um, how have you managed this role, right? Like, or roles, because it sounds like we all see sort of like different roles playing out across our lives. So how have you managed this role and how has that um, impacted your relationships? And anyone feel free to take that one. Hmm. I think um, since, I, like like I said, when I was little, I was more of like a jokester. And I that kind of blended into my life. I still do that a lot. As far as the black sheep, I, I did have a lot of resentments, like for me, ended ending up with that label in our family. But, uh, and at first I did like let it take a, a, like over a lot of my feelings, you know. Um, but and you know, I like Wendy. I do have like a lot of anxiety and needing constant reassurance of my decisions being right and stuff. But um, overall, now. I'm at peace with it. Now I've went through therapy and my therapist said I have to get over it. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, hey, get over it. <laughs> and I'm my own therapist. So. <laughs> so I Diagnosis. Yeah. Oh, I, I diagnosed myself. I gave myself treatment. 
and now I'm chillax. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all better. <laughs> I fixed it. Hey, dude, she just turned her own, like, like her own putazos on her. She was like, hey, hey, exactly. hey, <laughs> hey bitch. Like, you're not a true G. You're not a true G unless you can face your own putazos. So. And, and, by, there you go. and by G, she means goat, like, go, scapegoat. Yes. You're not a true scapegoat if you can't kick uh-huh. your own ass yeah <laughs> yeah I, I have to say that i i agree with steph i think that she you know when i think about her role in the family i think about how you know how heavy it it has been you know to carry like the black sheep r- role or label um but also very um you know I think that the reason why she got that role is because she was the first person in the family to um, cut this cycle that was going on. And she was the first person in the family to create her own style um, and, and, you know, to put to kind of uh, stop uh, and make sense of, hey, what you're doing is abusive and it's not okay. Like she was the first person that I remember witnessing setting boundaries um, and really giving a voice to us, the younger ones, like Mia is the youngest. Like I think that her being the first line of defense for boundaries for me is a humongous role. And I agree that that got, you know, that came with a very huge price. And that was to be put this label of the black sheep, like right? the person that's the problem. But it really what it mm-hmm. is, is that. She was the Wendy person. was the problem. No, but I mean, like the label sounds negative, but really what you're describing is like a trailblazer, right? Like some, like yes. what you're saying, like somebody who just is like, sabes que hasta aquí llegó and I'm, I'm not dealing with this in whatever way that looks right. In whatever way that looks and sounds. But so I feel like, you know, when you hear that label, like, oh, the black sheep, like you have a certain idea of what it is. But if if you're breaking out of a toxic cycle, like that label should be celebrated, right? Like you could still be the black sheep, but it's positive. Right. And I think the reason why it ends up looking negative is because not only is the black sheep, quote unquote, taking such a humongous role, but that takes such a big toll on you and your mind and your body that you may develop um, you may develop uh, dysfunctional coping skills like either substance abuse or being very emotionally, you know, erratic or whatever. But I think that very true. That, <laughs> I'm not describing. I'm not describing you, my sister. Yes. <laughs> That's why I but, blended in with this with this diagnosis myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I think that that because that's such a humongous role, it just makes sense that somebody would would you know develop some struggles in those areas. But you know, yes, yeah, if I just want to say that, you know that. Por eso you siempre know, ando peda. No, I'm just. I had coffee from Piquete this morning. Ah, uh, how will hey, hey, kick hey. me? A little Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twelve o'clock somewhere. It's twelve o'clock somewhere. <laughs> what are those coffee drinks that have alcohol in them? What are they called? Oh, the Kaula. The Kaula. Espresso, espresso martinis? martinis oh oh yeah oh, yeah there's espresso yeah. martinis but what are the the hot ones there's like some hot irish ones oh irish coffee 
Irish, oh, an oh, Irish, Irish culture. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, you, you'd fit very well with the Irish culture, Steph. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to go live over there. <laughs> I'm going to go live over there. I'm joking. Just I'm to pretty clear. sure that's in my G line if I would do one of those, you know, those. those uh, 23 those, and um, me? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, just to, just to clarify for the listeners, Steph does not have a drinking problem. We're just we're just cracking jokes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, her therapist did not diagnose her with a drinking exactly. problem. Other stuff. My not, therapist not says it's my coping mechanism, and it's fine. <laughs> and it's, a, it's a it's a healthy one. It's a functional yes. one. It's a functional one. Oh, man. Without that, I would have been done away with my children. No. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me patience. It gives you patience for them kids. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lily? How how do you think that um, your role has impacted your like identity or your relationships outside of sort of like family dynamics? I guess it's more like um, I do tend to still be or like try to go with like my friends plans their ideas whatever they want to do sure I try not to stir the pot too much so if there's problems between two people or more than two people I try to step back or I'm like oh and how did that make you feel oh okay maybe you should talk and they're like I don't want to see them and then you're like oh never mind don't talk it's fine so yeah I feel like I just kind of apply the same things to my friendships and stuff i also try to be the more logical one i could see that i've always tried to like uh i studied science in university so i developed this sort of thinking that's more like go from one step to the next step to the next step to the next step that doesn't make sense don't do that do this so i tend to try to be like the voice of reason sometimes i can see that um sort of like you also applying that dynamic to your circles outside um, and I think some of it is just like your personality, right? Like you are very like peaceful, like go with the flow. Um, and, you know, something that like you don't know about my sister unless you like know her is that she is hilarious. Like she is too sarcastic for her own good for my taste, but she's freaking <laughs> hilarious and, you know, has like a, a really good heart and is, is like a really good person, I think, just across the board. She's also very accepting. Like there's no story that you can tell her um, that you feel like you're being judged, right? Like she'll roast you depending on what is said in the story, but she's yeah. not judgy, you know, where I think um, I was definitely a lot more judgy. I might still be a little judgy, but I think I was definitely a lot more judgy growing up, right? Because it's almost like we're six, five and a half years apart, almost six. And it feels like we grew up with two sets of parents, right? Like I grew up very traditional, like Mexican, um, religious like all all these things and then you know my parents split when we were young and then it's like she got a whole new set of parents like it was different techniques and there was like different things and so um you know I don't know if if uh it's like a nature versus nurture thing right like if it's just you know we're different people different personalities but I also think that we grew up differently and I feel like that's probably, you know, maybe that that plays itself out in a lot of families, right? Like, Wendy, like you got a different experience just by virtue of being the youngest, right? Because how many years is it between you and your oldest sibling? What is like 20, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's like 20 years with me, the number eight. I'm number eight. My sister, number one would be 20 year, 20 year yeah. difference. 
imagine that as a parent like you're as a person you're a whole different you could be a different person in 20 years right like you've lived a lot more life yeah you've lived a lot more life you've had a lot more joys and probably a lot more tragedy and so by the time you know like 20 years the time span of 20 years is, is a long time um so I think um I was trying to be the glue. I took on a responsibility as that a kid shouldn't like in my mind, right. This is this, I was responsible for like keeping my family together and doing all these things. And so I also didn't want to rock the boat. And I was trying to like play peacemaker, right. Like parent trap, uh, you know, my parents like, Oh, you know, you should get my mom flowers and little things like that. Like metiendome en cosas que I I had no business doing as a kid. And that wasn't going to help. Right. But as a kid, like I felt that responsibility. So I think that impacted my ability to like when I was older and in relationships, like friendships, it did impact my ability to like be honest and say like, hey, this is not okay." Like set boundaries because I was so focused on other people. I wasn't really focused on me. And I think when I got to that point in my life where it's like, oh, well, like this is my life. Like, what what do you want to do? What what do you want to be? What are what kind of relationships do you want to have? Um, it was hard to sort of switch that, you know, to, uh-huh. to be like honest with myself and then honest with other people. Right. Cause I, I, I had that like, uh, fear, like I didn't want to rock the boat and then I didn't want to say anything that was too mean. And I didn't want people to, um, you know, to like sever relationships, blah, blah. But then I, I started to see the value in like being honest, right? Like I appreciate honesty. Like if I'm fucking up, tell me. Right. It doesn't yeah. help anybody if I'm if I'm wilding out and you don't tell me that you don't like that or that that's not OK or whatever, then I have no reason to to stop, to stop that. Yeah. Right. Because, mm-hmm. that, yeah, because if I'm you know, I'm probably like I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter or whatever it is. Um, So I, I definitely think that, you know, family dynamics impact you throughout life. I don't think that was a question. I think that's definitely a given. But. Yeah, and I just have to say I agree. I agree with Rosie. She, I think she's one of the one of the few friends that I have that truly means what she just said, right? Like if I'm wilding out and you don't tell me the truth, then you know how am I supposed to know? But not only does she, not only is her, are her ears open for truth telling, um, but she's also actually takes in the the feedback, right, and says, okay, well, how do we make this work? And I think that's a very rare find, like Airbnb when they give you a good price. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they find it very nice. A rare find. Yeah. This is a rare find, yes. <laughs> no, she's a I'm a mansion find. in a canyon. You're the Airbnb <laughs> of friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, the feeling of, of being lost is definitely not foreign and it has not gone away, like I said earlier. And I, I'm actually starting to, like, uh, as I hear all of us talk, I'm thinking about, like, like genuineness and how, you know, when we go into, we've kind of born into a family, we kind of are, are, are forced to uh, be part of this role that is not, doesn't feel genuine to us, but we do it because we're kind of, you know, um, living through what we're living through or surviving. Um, but you know, as we get older, we're kind of striving more towards what is our genuine self? What do we truly want? And how does that look? And I'm also hearing like boundaries comes into that, right? Like how to, how to set those boundaries. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I still experience a lot of feelings of being lost. I, I feel like I'm very good at making friends and meeting new people at work. I've gotten the feedback. People are like, oh my God, you just so easily talk to people. Um, and that's very true. Um, but also I don't feel seen by all these people that I'm able to, to 
make feel seen myself. Um, so I think that that comes from that feeling of being, you know, not feeling 100% certain of, you know, the direction that I'm going. Um, I think now with, you know, enough of like the work and, and, you know, trying to really connect with like my genuine self, I've learned to turn the volume down in that area. But I think the way that I manage it is is by kind of pairing it with a positive twist. So like when I start to have those days where I feel like really lost, um, I try to, instead of pairing it with anxiety, and if I pair it with anxiety, which is the kind of like the automatic go-to, I then I kind of cripple myself. It's I paralyze myself with anxiety because I'm lost and I don't know what I'm doing and who am I and blah, 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 you know? But I've learned to also, like, although that's going to happen automatically, I've also tried to pair it with curiosity, right? So it, it, being lost is, it can, can have some anxiety connected to it. But there's also this opportunity of exploration. And I think that's how I've managed that feeling of feeling lost. It's like, okay, well, let's be curious. Como la averiguamos? Like, how do I use this for me and not against me? Um, Mm-hmm. So I think that how has that impacted my relationships, right? So I think that the way it's impacted it is that I, I'm able to make close relationships. But at some point, these relationships may feel like um, either distant from me or close. Like it's kind of like a push-pull thing. And I think it's because that's what's going on with me inside is that I'm close to you or I'm pushing you away because you're too close or I don't know what's going on, right? There's like a tornado happening inside me. So I think that that's how it's impacted my relationships. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry to all those exes. <laughs> and the friends. Definitely. <laughs> and the friends on her. <laughs> It's funny to hear like the way you describe it right or like what you're because like my perception from the outside is like literally like you can make befriend rocks like I'm vouching for that you're saying that like Wendy attracts all these I'm gonna say weirdos like people literally like they they talk to her for like they gravitate to her they talk like I'll leave her alone for like two minutes like I gotta go to the bathroom I'll be back. And then somebody's yeah. already like crying in her lap, like trying to hug her. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, how <laughs> this is a stranger. How did things get that deep? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you definitely have a magnet that like makes people feel seen or like welcome or warm or I feel like, she has like them. a healer magnet. People feel like yeah. if they gravitate to her, she's gonna be able to heal them from her problems. That's why I always kick it with her, man. <laughs> or like my therapist uh, she's been healing me man yeah, yeah, I take notes <laughs> yeah I think that's a that's a I I agree that that happens but I also I feel like when I think about like relationship like long-term relationships like like dating right when I want to date somebody long term that you know establishing that is where I found the difficulty right because it was easy for me to connect with people for a few months but then beyond that I needed to move on it's like this whole like if I'm lost, I feel like I need to move on and find, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. that the challenge for me in relationships that last long is that I need to stay and and just be curious, uh, be curious about the next step in this relationship, as opposed to letting just people gravitate (laughs) like barnacles, you know, like here's a new barnacle, here's a new barnacle. (laughs) Get off me. Exactly. Get off me. 
I'm on my I'm on my fucking lunch break. No, <laughs> like that's exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that to what Wendy said about um, relationships and like me finding it long term with somebody because as like um, the black sheep, I can disassociate with my feelings really fast. I'm like Cardi B if I can cut you, <laughs> and, you know, without notice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. You're fine. I'm out here. <laughs> like, you go, you're a ghoster, not like actual yes. cut, cut. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll stab you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like ain't no thing yeah i have no problem like um just snipping the cord it's okay like so i think that that that's a challenge for me to like to keep interested and to keep like finding a i feel like because i i need to find a reason to stay in this relationship if not then you know wasting my time ya no estoy joven ya no estoy pollita so, <laughs> yeah, no, you sure aren't. You sure. The first stone no. has been thrown. <laughs> mother, he- mother hen. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, family dynamics are are interesting, dude. Like, and and again, like, I like that we've all been talking about like how they've changed, right? Like this is sort of what I used to do and this is sort of what it's now. Um, But I really appreciate family. If you know me personally, you know that I'm big on family. Sometimes that's really good. Sometimes that's not so good, right? For better or worse, that's that's kind of um, one of my, like one of the things that are core to me. Um, So what, what do you appreciate about the most about your sister? Right. You I only have one, so I know who I'm talking about and who's talking about me, but since you guys have a lot just about each other. Uh-huh. About each other. Yeah. What is one of the things that you appreciate most about your sister? Both could be like as a kid growing up or could be now as as adults. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll jump in first. Um yeah, I, I I guess I'm just gonna say what I said earlier, right? Um was I appreciate that Stephanie had had been the first like trailblazer from my generation, right? Because you know, we were eight and I'm sure that, you know, all the sibling older siblings also did their own trailblazing. I don't think that, you know, none of the siblings did none. But I think from my generation, the the younger the younger siblings, I think uh, Stephanie did take that role of breaking this cycle, and that was standing up against the abuse um, that we were experiencing at home. Um, so I appreciate that about her. I appreciate that um, she was the first person to have her own style and and uh, really, you know, create some sort of safety. You know, I think that when I was a kid, her humor did always bring a lot of joy to me. Um, You know, even at nighttime, I think we had this like nighttime ritual where we would like crack up in bed. We would get in trouble for that. Like, shut up, guys. And it was like this euphoric feeling like cracking up like at nighttime and you know and then same with like nighttime singing I I think Steph did that for me and you know when I was a ball of anxiety she was always singing and that was so nice so I appreciate that you you just was this uh, kind of protector for me growing up and um, I'm also sorry that you were part of uh, taking the blows that I was supposed to get um 
but I appreciate you. I love no you, problem, sister. No problem. I'm here to help. Sister. Here to help. Sister. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be yeah. of service. Happy to be of service. I think that uh, what I appreciate more <laughs> of Wendy is that she's never judged me. She accepts me for who I am. And I love that about her. Even when she was little, like to her, I had no, I, I, well, there was nothing wrong with me, you know, like she just loved me for who I was. And I think that that's what I appreciate the most about her till this day. Um, she's still, um, like that to me, you know, and she doesn't get, um, like, no se va por lo que dice la gente, you know, she, she goes with what she knows is the right thing to do. Ay, mm -hmm. mucho amor. And she helped it. me with my self-healing. She's she's a advisor therapist. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I'm tripping today. I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I I um I just love, I just gotta say this because you know, I I feel like very, very uh honored to be able to be a psychologist and then offer offer some some skills to my family some free help free skills some free, for the free for the freezies yeah 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 so i'm yeah i'm honored to do that and but you know what you you just deserve all all of you lily and rosie too everybody you guys just deserve all the good things in the world and and yeah I'll stop there. Ay, all the yeah. love, all the love. Vamos a terminar pues llorando. Yeah. ¿Cuánto me fuera salido? ¿Cuánto oh. me fuera salido? Me fuera costado un psicólogo. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I can go next. I think one of the things that I appreciate most about my sister, about uh, Lily, I, I give her a lot of nicknames, so I'm gonna uh -huh. I'm gonna save them. But um, is that she's such a like warm and understanding person, right? Like it's similar kind of to what, what you said, Steph, like Lily is not judgmental. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, um, I'm a very private person and Lily is the only person that like knows all the stuff, right? Like all the stuff that we have going on at home growing up or whatever. Oh. So it, it's like, uh, it feels like a, it's freeing to have that relationship with someone who like understands you, right? Like understands where you came from, had a front row seat. Um, you know, I, I feel like our experience was different, but it's as close as it's going to get. Right. And I think that she's, she's a really good person. She's always, um, you know, looking out for others and, um, I, I appreciate that now as, as adults growing up, I, I don't think like we really connected like as kids, cause the age difference was, was kind of big. So I think developmentally, like we, we were never on the same page. Right. Um, and so I think like we, we actually started getting close, like when she got to high school and we've been able to like, sort of, you know, for, form our relationship, which I think looks a lot different than, than from when we were growing up. But yeah. You sound like this a wonderful cool. person, Lily. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh my god she I, wants I to run and hide right do. now <laughs> i was like ah um thank you give the truth uh, what about do rosie I appreciate most about rosie I, I oh, ahorita, let me just, uh, just no. <laughs> no 
<laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing. There's there's no like grand statement or anything. But uh, I really just Rosie because of our age difference. I think um, her role in my life was always more like uh, just kind of like a mentor, a role model. So I've always appreciated just her being willing to set a sort of path that I can follow. And she also was just, you know, a very good source of stability when we didn't always have the stability. So I've always appreciated that. And yeah, I, I, there's more, I'm sure, but I'm getting more nervous now. <laughs> okay. I'm starting to sweat. I'm shaking like I'm shaking like a leaf. I'm shaking like a leaf. And it's funny. It's funny that that's the thing you appreciate because I always tell Lily this. I'm like, look, I gave my parents to run for their money, right? Again, like my parents were a lot more strict when I was a teen, all this stuff, and so I, I was like kicking down doors, staying up past curfew, getting the beatings, and like, you know what I mean? I was opening doors and then it got to her and she was like nah I don't want to do any of that I want to go nowhere I don't want to do none of that stuff so I want to like, be home <laughs> yeah she's like so she picked a completely different path I, I do and and I'm kind of laughing that she's like I appreciate that you created a path well okay I'm not talking so much about like that kind of like maybe not in that sense not that path I didn't really follow that one uh I, again, I think this fits into the roles that we talked about earlier. I didn't really like to rock the boat. So I was just kind of like, this is my space. I stay in my space. I don't cause you problems in You stay in your lane, space. huh? You stay in your um, lane. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I found one lane and I was like, I'm just going to coast. Mm-hmm. Just gonna That's go. how I am. She's like, I like miles it here. Cruise, cruise control. <laughs> pass me. Yes, pass, yes. pass. Just go. <laughs> My hazards are on the whole pass. time. Go around, yeah. go around. Go My hazards are on me. the whole go time. Around. Just pass, just go. Just Student go. driver. Go, go around me. <laughs> Student driver. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, in the sense that, like. <laughs> she just says, Student driver. No, <laughs> fair. Sure. <laughs> I heard it. Go Bye. around, student driver. I'm going to have those stickers everywhere. Just hazard, baby in car. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, just everything. I remember, like, uh, you know, going to parties or whatever, da da da, whatever. We get to Lily, the age where Lily's a little bit older. So I, spoiler alert, started drinking alcohol, you know, before I 21. Hear you, girl. We'll just leave I hear it at you. that. Yeah. And so Lily, I don't think Lily had her first drink till 21 or after. And I was like oh. so surprised. I was like, oh, "Do you want to whatever?" No. <laughs> Am I remembering that wrong? Oh, you don't know. I had my first oh, drink with you. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I but had my first drink with you already at age <laughs> eight. I'm joking. No, I was younger than twenty-one. Oh, oh I'm just a bad <laughs> I was a little younger. Than I was. I. Um, that was what she meant by mentor. Uh, well, it was exactly. the one time I drank, and then I was like, "No, thank you." And then I just waited until I was 21. Breaking okay. rules gives me there the, like, heebie-jeebies. That, so that's what it was. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember her first. I, yeah, I was really surprised because at that point, we didn't live together anymore. Like, I was on my own. And my mom was telling me about one of the first times she came home. You know, she came home tipsy. And my mom was like, ¿Y la hubieras visto? And I'm like, well, was it bad? And she's like, <laughs> what she was describing was not bad. And I was like, I'm surprised because she don't go nowhere. Where was she drinking? She's like, at the house. I'm like, okay. So she was 
drinking that's at the house. What is I'm failing. That's what I do. She's like, she's like 37. I'm failing to see the problem here. Mom's like, Ay, pero lo visto. And then I talked to Lily and it was like completely chill. Blah, blah. I was like, oh God. Yeah, it was probably just like a kickback or something. But it was the first time that my mom had seen me like drink. So she was like, oh my God, I was perfectly fine. I was having conversations, oh, just well. chilling. My mom's like, I wasn't like three sheets to the wind, like, God, again, man, God, again, man, no puedo caminar. Your like, mom just made it seem like that, huh? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, my mom saw like one beer and was like, was she like running down the street? She take off her clothes? Uh-huh. Like, how bad are we talking? And I was like, okay, why? why are, like, no. <laughs> okay, mom, relax. It was nothing. I, know. I think she was just so surprised because Lily like never showed any interest or whatever. And then all of a sudden she sees her drink. My mom was like, oh shit, both of my kids are ruined. Like, oh my God, they're ruined. <laughs> <laughs> both of them were ruined <laughs> but no when i when i say that you opened the path it was more like um i mean you were all you're you're much more goal oriented than i am but um you've always been more goal oriented than i am so it's nice to have the example of somebody who's like i want this i go get this <laughs> me want yeah, do it it's sad but um what me want what me get me get what, what me want <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> She's not walking down the street with a freaking club in her hand like woman. Truth bomb. Like no. Truth got about this. Hey. <laughs> All righty. So let's let's uh take us to a closing. Uh usually here at Spilling La Sopa we like to close our episodes with a final message to the uh listeners. Um so what what are the final messages we want to leave the listeners with? Don't be afraid to change and truly accept yourself and love yourself for who you are. And that's it. Peace out. No. <laughs> that's a good one. She's like tan tan. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, uh, let your sister, your brother, non-binary sibling know that you see them and that you appreciate them. That's good. That's good. I want to thank the listeners for listening to me nervously shake and rant the whole time. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, also, I guess parting message would be, um, I don't know, just try to open up an avenue for conversation with your siblings. Uh, sometimes families are a little different. They're a little more dysfunctional. You don't really talk as often. I feel like uh, it would be a good experience to try to open avenues that you might have closed previously if if it's a healthy decision for you. Yep, that's, that's a good one. Um, I, I'll leave you all with something that my dad used to tell me when, when Lily and I were small, we would fight a lot. We would, you know, always bickering, fighting over something. And my dad hated it. He hated when we fought. And so he would always tell me this one thing. He would say, se tienen que llevar bien. He's like, llévate bien con ella porque cuando yo me muera, she's the only thing you're going to have left. And my dad always sort of said that to what, you know, there's only two of us. And so his thing was like, look, when when your mom and I die, when we're gone, she's the only person you're going to have left. And I feel like that really, um, you know, speaks volumes, at least for my relationship with my sister. I know that family dynamics are different and that, you know, maybe 
you don't feel that way about your sibling and that's okay too. But um, I'll leave you with, with a words of wisdom from Pancho. <laughs> yeah. It's a wise man, wise man. <laughs> yeah. Wise man, El Pancho, El Panchito. His name wise. just says it all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hasta la próxima. Adios. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for today's topic. Hasta la próxima. And remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. Spilling la Sopa.